In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited. We cannot stop our next guest. Please let everyone know who is joining us. He's an actor, writer, comedian, and trivia host. Who you know from UCB Ooh. Second City? It's Rob Warner. Hello, that's me. Hi. Trivia host of the stars, I should say. <laughs> Truly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Celebrities love trivia. Well, I feel like anything in LA, you could be it, but then you just add to the stars and it sounds a lot fancier. Because surely if you're a waiter, you've waited on a celebrity and then you're a waiter to the stars. <laughs> and who gets to say who and who is and isn't a star? Right? You know, Not the Guinness they're... Book of World Records. There's... No. No, I don't abide by them. <laughs> Rob, we were briefly chatting earlier before we started recording, and it was going to be my uh, segue subject. I don't know how else to put it, but what is the state of the uh, West Hollywood gay bar <laughs> scene in twenty? Oh my gosh, we've Seven had quite the shakeup. <laughs> Bars are crumbling. New ones are rising from the ashes like a gay phoenix. It is uh, quite the situation. Is there any other kind? Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, fair enough. Um, and. I mean, yeah, Mickey's is gone. Flaming is gone. Uh, gym bar is down, but it's coming back up where halal guys used to be. So now it's halal gym guys, maybe. Maybe they'll combine them. Wow. And you can, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, sure. Jockstrap shots and um, a little <laughs> falafel on the side. Why not? Mm-hmm. What were jockstrap shots? I feel like I Oh, know. they went around. They had like every bar has like jockstrap night where they walk around in jockstraps and hand out shots, sure. you know. Oh, and you're like, oh, this is fun. And they have sometimes come in little test tubes and you're like, oh, how novel. And then they're like, that's $19. Thanks, dear. And we don't we don't have change. <laughs> I was at a bar once years ago and they had like um, Jägermeister girls there. 
Mm. Like, you know, the wow. representatives of Jägermeister. Yeah. And, like, they were yeah. just handing out shots. I was like, oh, fun, a free shot. And then they wanted me to pay for it. I'm like, you're dressed like you're at Costco. Right. And I have to pay for it now. Yeah. What's the new one? There's a new one trying to take over the Jaeger scene. It's another like garbage liquor. Um, uh, Fernet Branca. Fernet Branca did the same me. thing. I know her. Yeah, and she yeah. goes around, but those are free. I will say that to their credit, it's For disgusting, now. but it is free. What does it so, taste like? It tastes like Jaeger if you took away any flavor, but left the like tar, burnt tar pitch flavor sediment, that's yeah. left there. Yeah, so it's exactly. Like mm-hmm. On a hot summer's day. Oh, free liquid asphalt. Great. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to get back to the bars. Yeah, until they make you pay for it. So are you a fan of like uh, dance clubs? I want to say but nightclubs. Dance like clubs. Not every nightclub is a dance club. It has like a dance floor. It's true. You know what I mean? Um, I would say I'm I, I'm I'm privy to a dance club. I do, do enjoy. I do. I shake my little tush. You know, I go out Rob. there and I, I I shake things up. Yeah. Hands above the head. Like oh, the whole care. deal. The yeah. The whole deal. You know all the moves. <laughs> exactly. I know the side to side and the front to back, and that's all you need. Really? Mm -hmm. That's what all I know. Yeah. I used to care. I used to be like, if you can believe Are you not a dance club yeah. goer? Uh, no, I just used to be like really uptight, like in my like early 20s and mm. like not like I wouldn't dance. But then I learned like, well, I'm not judging what any how anyone else is like dancing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that Who therefore cares? I can just enjoy myself and have fun. Now I love exactly getting on a dance. Absolutely. Floor. Getting on a dance, <laughs> cutting a rug, yeah. uh, boogieing down. Me too. On, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Booty LA? Booty sure. LA oh, yeah. is a dance party, and there was a um, comparable one in San Francisco, and it was at this club where there were two boxes. Like the the stage was reserved for the performers, DJ, whatever. But there were two, you know, sort of like dance boxes that, in mm -hmm. a coordinated situation, would have had like go go boys or you know attractive women up there. They were just kind of a free for all at Booty SF. And it was like King of the Mountain middle school style. Like whoever <laughs> could get up there and hold on to one of the poles nearby for dear life could stay up there. And I spent many an hour up on that box at Booty SF. <laughs> I don't think um, many people appreciated it, but I enjoyed being just slightly higher above everybody on the dance floor. I'll say Did that. Did you make much. a lot of money? Oh yeah. Um, no. Uh, in fact, I probably kicked a few people in the face, so I probably owe some money if I. You know, am going. When Rob's on the box, keep yes. a yeah, six feet away. Yeah, yeah. Social distancing. Exactly. And John, rented. you're a big dancer. I do sure you miss I, uh, dance floors. I do. I do miss the New York City nightlife. It's so much easier, I think, to like go out and be stupid in New York than LA because you just don't have to drive anywhere. Why? Oh yeah. That sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But yeah. But I, mean, I do think there's also like a lack of judgment, like you were saying, Mark. Like in New York, everyone's like, fuck it, let's do it. In LA, most of the people are just kind of like lingering on the side, sipping their right. drinks. Yeah, they're boring. Know, eyeing everything. Yeah. yeah. There's not enough space for that in New York. Like you have to be. <laughs> yeah. like, there's no place to just stand off and judge. Yeah. I only went a couple of times, but uh, Limelight, have you ever been there? It was yeah. Like a church in New York that they turned into mm -hmm. a gay club. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. What would they play? Like Depeche Mode remixes? They played whatever. There was, whatever. A, there was like a just disco, whatever. There was a Sesame disco Seed crucifix songs? in the <laughs> disco it had a nice beat. Yeah, it was great. You could like go around and be in like the back catacombs of the church. It was fun. There's a fun night. Ooh. Yeah. Confessionals. <laughs> if you wanted to. Glory confessionals, I guess. Sins yeah. were unburdened, shall we say? Oh. That? I see. Could you do they have cocktails like Body of Christ and uh, Blood of the Savior? Nickel wafers, right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, have you been out since uh, post-vaccination? Have you gotten on to a dance floor? I've not gone dancing so much. I feel like we just got to the point where people were comfortable in large groups. And then LA was like, and oh, JK, now you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, so I we'll just see feel what like that people, does. like when that happened, this, we're recording this like the Friday before we have to put the mask mandates coming back on. And I did feel like, oh, did we like go too hot like the last month or two? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, should we like maybe like pace ourselves? And not like already made a bunch of plans. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're back to normal. Like, no, we aren't. No, we're not. <laughs> this no. is a reminder. But we're not back to complete shutdown though either. So we're not back to complete no. shutdown. I don't think we will be, it seems like. Yeah, I don't think the, the economy yeah. will let it happen. But it's just like, uh, masks again. All right. I mean, it does feel like we were all kind of edging, ready to get out of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And then they let us out. And now yeah. we're getting punished for um our sins. But you know, there's one thing that's true, despite all this, is you can't stop the music. That and sure can't. we're talking about can't stop the music. John, what's the deal with can't stop the music? Oh, we should say, this is uh, yeah, Queen's Choice, the first of our four yes. episodes. Queen's yes, Choice, where I would like to, I would like to go on the record by saying that I was forced to watch this movie. You were. John, you picked it. I What's did. What's the deal with Can't Stop the Music? What's the deal? Mark and Rob, let me tell you the deal with Can't Stop the Music. It was directed by Nancy Walker, written by Alan Carr and Bronte Woodard. In this fictional account of the village people, fashion model Samantha Simpson helps her roommate try to get a record deal. They search New York City for a proper group to sing the songs and put together a group made of a police officer, a cowboy, a construction worker, a soldier, an Indian, meaning indigenous person, and a biker. It stars Valerie Perrine, Steve Gutenberg, Caitlyn Jenner, Paul Sand, Tammy Grimes, June Havoc, Marion Sokol, and the Village People, specifically Ray Simpson as the policeman, David Hodo as a construction worker, Philippe Rose as the Indian, Randy Jones as the cowboy, Glenn Hughes as the leatherman, and Alex Briley as the GI. It was released on June 20th, 1980, during which Baskin Robbins had a flavor of the month tie-in called Can't Stop the Nuts to help promote the movie. Unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't help. It was the height <laughs> of the disco backlash and it made a paltry $2 million off a budget of 20 million. Uh, it received very negative reviews from critics. Janet Maslin of the New York Times wrote, the unevenness of the acting comes as kind of a blessing, though, since the rest of the movie is so thoroughly homogenized. Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert selected the film as one of their dogs of the year. And then seeing this movie on a 99 cent double bill with Xanadu inspired John Wilson to create the Golden Raspberry Awards, which we know as the Razzies. Can't Stop the Music was nominated for seven Razzies, winning best, uh, excuse me, winning for worst movie and worst screenplay. However, Channel 9, a television station in Australia, shows this film every New Year's Eve. And that is the deal with Can't Stop the Music. <laughs> you didn't have a choice. We made you, well, John made you <laughs> watch true. it. Had you, were you familiar with it? Did you have any uh, preconceived notions going in? Had you seen it? What, what are your overall thoughts? No, this was completely out of the blue. I never heard of it. I obviously know the village people. Um, of course, I, You're I a didn't. Child of the I city. exactly. I'm a boogeyman. Um, been on a box. boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been on a box or two. Um, Just don't put but, you in a box. <laughs> no, I'm. I color outside the lines. Don't you know? Um, and I didn't want to look up anything about the movie because I wanted to be surprised. And I was, um, I mean, they come in hot right off the bat with that scene where he chooses to quit his, you know, humdrum daytime job so he can make it big as a, a music producer, um, which was giving me very much um, 
what was that 80s movie records uh with uh Apple? rex manning day no empire records empire records oh excuse me yes oh my God. uh it was giving me strong 90s vibes with that and then it just <laughs> went completely off the rails <laughs> you uh, thought it would be about the record store little did i you did it's <laughs> like great you've got another workplace comedy ready to go um little did i know it took me about the whole halfway through the movie to realize it was the origin story for the village people. Like I realized he was, he had his dreams and I noticed, you know, this sort of slowly trickling in of the various persona from the village people, but either it was cause I was, a, I'm slow or they just didn't really hit it on the head hard enough. It wasn't clear until someone was like, well, yeah, they're, they're people from the village. And then they, they pan over to that old white lady and she's like, well, wait a second. That's a great name for these people, these village people. And that's when that hit me. Did that's you I... uh, enjoy the film? Did you like feel like it was a good time or what do you think? You know, I think like <laughs> 20 minutes in, when you accept it for what it is, sure. you can have a lot more fun. Uh, for those who Wait, haven't seen you it- that? I did have fun. Oh, okay. For those who haven't seen it, there like the introduction, the introduction of Caitlyn Jenner's character Ron, yeah, of of his character or the character being mugged by an old white lady on the the hard streets of New York, and then bringing a cake to this house, uh, <laughs> and initially being turned off by all the homosexuals he encounters there, is just so wild and never gets resolved or addressed the rest of the movie. The fact that he was mugged or that he was like a bigot at the beginning, and then he sees the error of his ways and becomes, you know, their angel. Um, and so once I accepted that, you know, the rest was smooth sailing. I really did get into it after that. <laughs> well, great. Sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, Boogie. There are a lot of great dance move, uh, moments. They did not again. include Macho Man, which No, they're too big seemed... numbers for whatever reason they couldn't use them, which is- Or in the up. Navy. Yeah. yeah. But YMCA made a nice uh, appearance, of oh, course. Centerpiece, Absolutely. Yeah. The centerpiece. Yeah. Uh, the centerpiece. John, you picked this movie. Why did you pick this movie, John? <laughs> yeah, I why, John? Why? <laughs> I had seen it maybe once 15 years ago and was, you know, I know it's such a fascinating, ridiculous, absurd. I knew it's history of like the, the Razzie Awards and all that stuff. And I just thought, I wonder, I, I bet it's time to like look at Can't Stop the Music again and sort of return to it and just sort of see what was there. If it was what I remembered it to be. I will say this. I knew I wanted to do this movie. And then I was thinking of who I want to be the guest. And I thought of you immediately, Rob. And it's because of... Rob and I, we first worked together on a, I was directing a musical parody of The Bachelor and uh, Rob uh, brilliantly played Chris Harrison, who I kept ref uh, mistakenly referred to as Riz Han uh, Chris Hansen. But um, one day in choice. rehearsal, I don't know if you remember this, one day in rehearsal, you just came to rehearsal in a skin tight unitard that was like, like technicolored and like yep. was insane, but you didn't mention it. You weren't like, hey guys, I know that this is weird. <laughs> I'm dressed in this full body unitard. Uh, you just, I think you were in rollerblades and like, and you just a huge water bottle. And it was just like, and everyone else there at rehearsal was like, do we, are we supposed to sit? Like, it was so <laughs> insane. And we found out later you just come from a commercial audition. We we're like, oh, that makes sense. But it was so funny that you didn't be like, hey, I know it's weird. I'm wearing a unitard right now and nothing else, but I had this commercial audition. And it's it only weird very... if you call it weird. I don't. <laughs> but it felt, right, like, it felt like a village. Yeah. Like, if the village people were being rebooted, you would be the aerobics instructor or something yeah. like that. There was something so, uh, it reminded me of that moment or like so many of the characters in this movie. So that's why I thought you would be a, a perfect wow. guest for this movie, Rob. Wow. Thank you. I'm honored <laughs> i do think they they 
just glossed over a lot of the attire that was absurdist, but seemed, oh, yeah. you know, normalized by just <laughs> the fact of it being a village person movie. Um, and yeah. there were a couple there, there I liked the, <sighs> there were a lot of characters in the village people who were sort of explained, right? When he gets mugged, this woman shows up with a cop and they're like, right. oh, you can help me with this mugging. And that's sort of like, I think the mugging was to help introduce the cop character into the village people. Sure. But then half of the others just never got an origin story. They were just right. sort of like plopped in there. And <laughs> as a viewer, I was in. like, yeah. yeah. Like a Muppet movie or an episode of the Muppet show has like more like narrative cohesion than this show. I said, this is like, I wrote it. This is like a Muppet movie if it was all humans. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it's like. There's that broad. I agree. Like the, the script feels like every day they were like, oh, write some scenes for us to shoot right now. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. Things are like sort of half-baked and never come back to them. It's not a good movie. And it's also weird because you do think like, oh, it's going to be the story, of the, like the origin story of the village people, but it is not about them at all. It is no. about this songwriter this his weird roommate and then uh the yeah. Caitlyn Jenner character who is the tax lawyer um and you think like why are these people not but then any of the village people like open their mouth and you're like oh I guess we can't put a movie off of these people like they, yeah they can't deliver right. a line like you're not uh, good. a lot of the cast felt like they had won a radio uh you know um <laughs> raffle to be in a movie there's that scene <laughs> where they go to San Francisco and they're hosting a charity gala and the woman who is hosting the gala and has provided this big opportunity for the village people to showcase their stuff. She's backstage with the village people before they go on and she invites two ladies from the organizing committee backstage to see what's right. going on. We've never heard of these ladies. We don't know why they're there. They just kind of smile and nod. One, you know, one of the characters refers to San Francisco as Frisco and she politely corrects her. Right. And then they leave and we never hear from them or see them again. And it does just feel like they want a competition to be in this movie. Right. And they were very excited to be on set for a day. And they got their moment in the, in the limelight and now they're done. Yeah. <laughs> so How did about you, you like Mark? it, John? What did you like? What did I you think, think, like overall? I think I think it's it's not good. It has moments that are fun. Like some of the numbers are fun to look at. It does feel like a missed opportunity. It does feel like something that I would almost want to do a like a true origin story of the village people, but it's almost like set in them making this movie. Sure. Like I think that would be fun to do a Ooh, sort of meta. Like a, because I do think it's an interest. I mean, it's like, what is potentially interesting about the village people this movie has does not is not interested in. Right. <laughs> we need a Ryan Murphy eight episode series. Um, yeah. That idea. Uh, how about you, Mark? What is your uh, history with Kids? I of the think music? I had seen it before, like maybe 20 years ago. And I had sure. seen the milkshake number multiple times. Of course. Classic. But it is um, <laughs> like it's not as it's bad it's really bad but it is like fun bad but i also like tuned out for like large chunks of it and didn't miss anything you're right it feels like if it if they could cut 20 minutes out of it it would it's, be it's over two popular. hours which is two hours, two hours. Minutes. yeah can't stop the movie yeah <laughs> um i've tried i've tried <laughs> and like the comedy of it is so stupid like so yes. dumb and bad that i was going that's so stupid. I was screaming that <laughs> alone by myself and enjoying it. But I also like, I feel like Nancy Walker pulled like an Angela Lansbury and like got her friends jobs. And like this older lady booked a lot of jobs for other older ladies in this movie. Like I, the final climax where they're all on stage together. And it's just like the village people and like five middle-aged women. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> I think it's, I've, 
I could be Nancy Walker. I think Alan Carr had a lot to do with it as well. Like this definitely felt be. like, I also feel like there, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about that. But I mean, you've got like Tammy Grimes, June Havoc, like all these like great, like older, like character actresses. And it like, feels like there's too many of them. Like if they take yeah. another pass the script. That's why like I think Nancy Walker's getting her French job so they can keep their SAG insurance. Sure, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> so happy for that. For that, I I'm happy them. for that. And I'm glad yeah. they were in it. Like I thought each yeah. one was like those older, the middle-aged women and Valerie Parade and Steve Goodberg are the only ones who are like, oh, they're better than this material. But right. everyone else in the movie is not better than the material. No. Correct. And there's also so many gay ingredients in this. Like, this is almost like a child's introduction to homosexual, like, iconography. Sure. But there's no actual expression of any homosexual desire. Like, you there's could no, like, show man, this, like, no guy. Yeah. No guy lusts after another man in this. And, like, you right. could literally show this to a child. And well, there's fine. like shower scenes. Like, well, there's yeah, the whole there's YMCA no scene. You yeah. know what I mean? But there's like nothing's you happening. Could, you actually get a couple. You you can you get a few, a few dicks. dicks in there. Yeah, kids can yeah. see dicks. And it's fine. Boobs. Like in a movie, it goes <laughs> by true. quick. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like the whole movie, it's so weird that it's so it's like set in the world of disco and nightclubs, and then it's like it does feel like you could show it on Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. I wish it was like gayer in that regard. Yes, it has like if you just did screen caps, like yes, these are this is gay iconography, but the actual movie itself. I don't know if it's that gay, but speaking of That's, Rob, yes, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. I heard. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go Very through excited. a ton of categories. And at one point, John is going to add a category. Oh, I am right. That's how we did it last time. And Queen's Choice. Last time? Okay. Rob, you, you get to consult. Remember. We can. Help. Okay. We'll, we'll come up with a new category. It'll be a group. It'll be. Great. You guys will come up with a new category, and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. Does that make sense right now? Maybe. I don't know what how much of the show you listen to, but it'll make sense when we get to it. So this is our current top five rankings of the gayest movies ever. This is Let's top hear five. Number five with an 89.03%, The Wizard of Oz. Number four with an 89.70%, The Apple. Number three with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one with a 94.83%, Female Trouble. Mm. So if you had Speaking to of... Go ahead. Oh, just speaking of Rocky Horror Picture Short, before we, we move on, I had a brief moment where I thought the Lulu character was played by Tim Curry she because- did. That makes sense. She That's comes in lip. hot. Yeah, yeah she, bright lip. red lip, a lot of white really dark, uh, curly powder. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She really blossoms as the movie. I feel like she gets more confident as the movie she goes does. on. She does. She really yeah. does. Makes a name for it. Mm -hmm. So where do you think this will end up, Rob? Or John? You know, to your point, it's it's a very gay movie with a straight love story. So yeah, I'm right. conflicted because there is a there is some flash of dicks. We get a lot of abs. There's a many crop top moment. But do they actually engage? Do they even really ever call it out more than just maybe once or twice? I don't know. I think we'll have to we'll have to find out. I think it's up there. You know, it's no. I think it's uh, definitely within the top twenty. Safe. How many Safe movies have you gone. rated at this point? Like hundred and eight. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I'll give it top 20, 20 right. percentile. Okay. All right, well, well, let's get into our first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, Rob, how would you rate Can't Stop the Music on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? 
Okay, gay characters. Anyone, is there anyone who's actually gay? Like, I don't even know if the village people are in this movie or if we're meant to think they're gay. Well, I think we are because Caitlyn Jenner's character remarks on the fact that she hangs around, you know, these people in the village, right. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And it is um, a thing that all these, like all the producers are like, we don't know if this is going to be successful. Well, it right. just it more like the, I thought that was almost more the disco or like, they're just weird. Just no, I'm like I the Muppet it's... quality of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're furry hands and their <laughs> beady little eyes. Um, well, and I did do a little background research because Jack's character is based on the writer and sort of founder of the village people who himself was gay. Um, yes. And then they do, I mean, there's that whole YMCA scene exclusively <laughs> um, men in jock straps. And uh, I just do have to call out in terms of gay characters, the two people who are box fighting is the only way I can describe it. <laughs> they're boxing, but they're wearing boxing gloves, but instead of oh, boxing, yeah. they're, they're dancing with each other. Sure. And so I would give it a, just, I'm just estimating percentage of characters. one other guy I thought, when Steve Gutenberg's in the DJ booth, there's the guy, like he plays his first hit song. Oh yeah. And yes. then a guy comes and goes, hey, you're something terrific. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, watch the booth, son. And then he gets yeah. out of there. <laughs> I'm gonna give it an 87. 87. I think, it, I think it gets an 87. Yeah, I'll go 90. I think it's pretty. But they're barely even characters is my problem. Like the village people, like what is their arc in this? Like what, are, they're barely in the movie. Well, yes, one of them's a leather daddy. Yeah. And he quits his job as a, you know, a toll, a, a toll man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a true is, story. That really is the truth. Of is that, that true? I wondered how I mean, many that of these, when he was yeah. casted. Yeah. I think most of the, how their like names and stories are them. But yeah. yeah. I have to give it a 75, I think, because the majority of the characters are not gay in this movie. They are like straight, I think. Like the village people are really only five or six of them. And then the rest is like a bunch of old ladies and a uh, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> But given an average yeah. of 84, which is uh, 75 points higher than I, Tanya. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's we get some parameters. All right. Our next category. Yeah, drag, more sequence. <laughs> drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Can't Stop the Music and come away with a whole book of ideas? Uh, yeah. I don't think I would so. Hope so. You don't think so? <laughs> no, because what's there to parody? Uh, all of Most of the characters that are exciting are men. I think you could- um, Come on. You could, you are, you yeah, could the drag. The people is are like in are like the reality of like we're all boy, like it's all drag. Like that's what yeah. the village people are. It's like everything is drag. If you're a construction worker, that's drag. If you're a, yeah. you know, everything yeah. is camp. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's like drags of masculinity. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I could see some drag but king you could characters also do, coming out of this. A drag queen could do a female twist on the village people. And I think well, when you we could, say drag queen, we include just, I think this is more like drag inspiration. Yeah. Than, you know, I mean, I think totally you could do like, also there's the village people babies, right? Oh, from <laughs> the milk commercial? Kids. Yeah. From the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little baby leather daddy. Yeah. Also, I guess Sydney I, Channing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And also, I thought uh, Steve Gutenberg's mom, when she first shows up, I was like, yeah. oh, that's a fun character. Like, mom visiting New York City for the first time as a mm, drag right. character, all the shopping bags. Yeah. yeah. And then buying Zabars and taking it on the yeah. plane and, and milking the deal by feeding him uh, gefilte fish or whatever she'd The got. Richie family. <laughs> right. I think okay. that's the best song in the movie. I would say the Richie. Family. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's this one's one. really good. And side note that Jack, the original, like the real person, Jack, also founded that band. They really sprinkled in some uh, allusions to real life 
Um, Did you look up? Are you talking about uh, Jacques Morali? I am talking French about Jacques Morali. Musically. I read up. He also. <laughs> He was, there's this guy, his partner through his whole life was Wade Nichols, who also went by Dennis Soros. I'm getting the last name wrong. Who became the like- Porn star? I, he started as a porn star, but then he ended up Richard, Dennis Poza was his name. He became, he started as a porn star. Then he actually got like a, a career in, on a soap opera. Like he got oh. a real- Oh, nice. It's like, and there's this amazing article about his whole are you saying, history of his life. Are you saying porn is not real, Mark? Are <laughs> no, you, are you saying? I'm not saying that at all, but it's rare for those <laughs> for porn star to get mainstream That's career. Especially those like, days. He was very open about it. Like all the cast knew, everybody loved him. Nobody gave a shit about it. Mm. Um, but there was one funny anecdote. Let me see. Okay. So uh, this is a bit of a sign up, but I thought it was funny. And we're talking about it now. So uh, Jacques and Denise with a porn star, they're giving him a tour of the apartment. They take him to the bedroom and Jacques, she shows him this beautiful suede headboard to a friend says, Jacques says in a thick French accent, this is where I fist fuck my boyfriend. And then the guy, <laughs> Stephen Gaines, who's the friend of theirs says, uh, but what about that suede headboard? Aren't you afraid of ruining it? And Jacques looks horrified and says, wow, do you think we're pigs? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> You got to read this oral history. It was, yeah. I was up till 1 a.m. reading you this were, last night. You were digging through the archives. Yeah, I got through the archives. It's just full of fun little anecdotes like that. Mm -hmm. What were we talking about? A drag Dragon inspiration. <laughs> it's also the final super satiny versions. It's almost like the Mamma Mia versions. Yeah. When they're like the color blocked versions of their outfits. There are some great looks. I guess I'm thinking like, to your point, like where are the characters? Where's the like... You know, mom visiting New York because the oh, and I guess the um the agency woman the yeah Tammy uh, Grimes yeah Tammy Grimes he's a lunatic oh he's that's that's a look okay yeah, yeah. okay I'm I'm and then, peddling then, uh, back Lulu and her Lulu, final, like, I think it's another Lulu, one the bow dress enough. she has yeah all the bows oh my the goodness <laughs> okay I'll give it a seventy seventy I think this is full of it I think especially all the production numbers have the crazy outfits and so like the all red number what's it called I die for your love or something like that they are oh, kill yeah. for you it kill for you yeah something like that there's a lot of great stuff in here I'm gonna go 90 I think it's a mm. 90 yeah I think it's pretty high I'll go 90 as well it's so Dragon weird Dragon. how like all these like disco musicals like I'm thinking this Xanadu and the Apple like you well, all came out you gotta have you have to have magic in your movie about disco, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, why did they have to have magic? Because <laughs> that's what it felt like when you were on drugs at the time. I guess so, it's yeah. so weird. <laughs> uh, and they should have fast tracked these movies is the other lesson. I feel like it came out right? way too late. Hmm. All right, next category, gay icons. How would you rate Ooh. this in gay icons? I mean, Okay, how are we defining gay icons? I mean, well, how do you want the village to? people are themselves gay icons. Yeah, yeah, then they also represent gay icons as well. True. It's true. true. Caitlyn Jenner is a gay Caitlyn icon. Caitlyn Jenner is a gay Alan icon. Alan Carr. Mm -hmm. Alan Carr. The mother, uh, you two might not have clocked this, June Havoc. She was the June that inspired the, the musical Gypsy. She's the dainty June of Gypsy. That is actually her. Wow. The dainty June of Gypsy? There's a character in Gypsy. The, you know, the mother, she has the two daughters. The, da the younger yeah. daughter who's more talented. June yeah. Havoc, the woman, the actress who played the mother, that's her in real life. Like oh, that fun. gypsy is a true story and that was her. Huh. huh. That's a that's a layer. That's a, an extra <laughs> layer. What about, um, oh, I just had a thought and then I've lost it. 
New York um, City is a gay icon. San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Yes. Disco. The Richie's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot here. Ceilings. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Planes. Oh, yeah. The um, I mean, Rooftop the parties, decor of that uh, private plane was oh, itself yeah. a gay icon. I love how you didn't know it was a plane until like the scene like yeah. minutes later. Like, right. oh, was this a plane the whole time? <laughs> He's also wearing a muumu to yeah. seduce. I love the the idea of a straight man wearing a muumu to seduce his supermodel ex-girlfriend. Right. You know, he's invited her on this plane where he's going to abduct her. And in order to seduce her, he's wearing a shapeless frock. Um, <laughs> so well, there's one thing off. Can't Stop That's the Music has icon. nailed. It has, uh, it's, they really nailed female desire in this yes. movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> female love, flamboyant gay men in this movie. Yeah. In this world, they can't get enough of a leather daddy. Mm-hmm. Every woman I know loves a leather daddy. I'll give it a I'll give it a ninety five. I think 95. for gay icons. I'm going full hundred on this one. I think it's hundred. Hundo P. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll go hundred. It's up there. Give it a ninety eight point <sighs> thirty three, which is thirty eight points higher than the Princess Bride. Okay. All right. Our next category: the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? I, I mean, it's pretty horny. <laughs> pretty horny. <laughs> yeah. You got Steve Gutenberg. You've great. got a whole, there's a whole audition scene where they just have a cattle call of half naked men. Guys in short shorts, yeah. Guys in short shorts. The man who rips his uh, sequin unitard off in order to show off his biceps. <laughs> oh, the muscle right? man? The muscle man. The, the muscle annoying man. thing with that though, like they don't cut to like any of the village people going, whoa, they're just like, <laughs> yeah. oh boy, get a load of this guy. Yeah. Like they don't get, they're not, it's almost like how Marvel or Disney will cut out exclusively, you know, the gay moments so they can show them overseas from like Star uh-huh. Wars and stuff. It felt like that happened to this movie. Yeah. Like there were scenes where people <laughs> Nancy Walker was gay like, no. lust, no, no. but they've been cut out. Mm-hmm. Like it makes all the sense of the world for the village people to be like, whoa, look at this hot man. I will say I do like how they sort of uh, strong armed the YMCA into the movie. In the plot, they're looking for a rehearsal space and Ron, the um, capable tax lawyer, has lost his job (laughs) after setting out the fire alarm in his uh, very prestigious law office. And they are hunting down the street until they find, you know, the best place in town to accommodate all your needs. And it's the YMCA. And then again, we never go back to the YMCA. (laughs) We don't see them rehearse. We don't see them engage with the other patrons. They just have that fabulous that number alone, I think, would give me a hundred on the male gaze scale because sure. they just cut right to the locker room. They don't even. There's no tiptoeing in. They just go right into the locker room. It's like <laughs> the oh, doors. It's like you walk off. Yeah, <laughs> you open the door on Forty Second Street and you're in the men's locker room. That's yeah. the first thing you see. No check-in counter. You go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out, since you mentioned it about Ron, Caitlyn Jenner's part, gets fired from the law firm and been wearing uh, this very constricting uptight yes. three-piece suit the whole time the very next scene short shorts and a crop top like you can just see their midsection it's Looks insane <laughs> yeah yeah look great no looks no great no no phenomenal notes, but it was what he also he also had that redemption story where he you know shakes off his uptight uh lawyer persona to join the village people and then at the end of the movie he gets his job back which he's very grateful for right. <laughs> when the older lawyer comes back in and says well now i'm we're being represented by old such and such and LLC old uptight and, white people yeah yeah exactly and he's like thank you sir this means a lot to me to get my job <laughs> like, back i thought not the thought we were past that no yeah yeah no. See, so I yeah, missed all I'm of that. I'm getting it 100. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't miss any of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
<laughs> yeah, I I'll did go. think the um, YMCA, like, oh, should they have saved that for the end? Like, if you saw a Village People concert, like, once they do YMCA, you're like, well, now we can go. We've seen it. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're, like, constructing, like, a set list, you'd almost want, save the big hit for the end, I feel like. Yeah. I guess. I think they just had the on-ramp of how to justify this number at this moment, and that's why- they And they only that. had so many numbers that they could actually like weave into the plot right. and Can't Stop the Music was not one of them. So no. they thought, why not, might as well do it on stage and and stop the movie with it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> John, what do you want to give it for? I'll give it a hundred. I think it's just, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 95 because I wish males in the movie were allowed to express their male gaze. All right. Just a little, but Fair it's enough. got a 98.33, which is indeed the highest we've had in the last uh, 21 <laughs> movies. Wow. That's pretty good. All right. Our next category entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> There's Oof. the one with the yeah. woman with the cop. Maybe really laugh when she enters yeah. and goes, It's a raid. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 that really got me. There was also the one where um, the music exec is stumbling out of the studio and he says, Oh, sorry mother uh and then she says hi i'm just in from rehearsals of sound of music and she's dressed as a nun Not that yet. was a nice quick quick bit right there's um, also the guy the guy he goes uh, when he's auditioning i'm james and flames my game <laughs> the most lifeless line reading you've ever heard but he could twirl those batons but he could he twirl, did those, twirl batons. those batons i mean everyone at that audition the leather man just like busting in and singing danny boy yeah. yeah, and Sydney Channing has a great one. We just see her hand at first from behind a giant chair, and then she's literally climbing a brick wall at one point yeah. to enter a party. All the yeah. comedy is really bad in this movie. That, speaking of that, the, another moment they never addressed, she's getting out of the cab and an old lady hits her with her baguette, and then she yeah. turns right around and grabs the baguette and hits her back. Just a bit of comic business. Sure. Yeah, did a little slapstick comedy. They found, they, they found on set. I just think maybe Nancy <laughs> Walker isn't the funniest person. That's <laughs> what I've learned. She's got character. She's salty, but maybe yeah, not like right. a, a great uh, wit. I don't yeah. know what happened. Apparently, she and Valerie Perrine, who was the female lead in this, hated like got they got so bad between the two of them that Nancy Walker couldn't be on set, and Valerie Perrine like refused to listen to her. So I mean, Valerie Perrine is very good. I think she's very likable so in this. But I can't imagine what it, it seems crazy, but also because she is so like such a sweet person, you're like, she was so angry. She would not this one woman on this set would not yeah. listen to the female director like that's yeah. weird. <laughs> There's also uh, when Samantha enters the elevator lobby and like flips a scarf behind her neck as she's like entering the lobby. I don't remember that. Well, I wrote it down. <laughs> and Helen with a whole bunch of shopping bags. That's yeah. not really what she says, but she got a big entrance. Mom's mm -hmm. here, I'll let you know in big letters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then finally at the end, I would say at the end when they go, we're a group, and then it cuts to the village people in giant letters. Perfect. Oh, I missed that. But they do have a lot of great entrances coming onto stage. Um, yes. The Richie family has a good one. Yeah. So what would you give this for entrances? I'd give this, I'd give this a solid. I mean, I'm thinking about if we're talking in ret in comparison to other movies. The, just the sheer number of them, I think, gives it a 90 for me. A 90. Yeah, I'll go 90 as well. I think there's just so many of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll go 90. All right, our next oh, category. Finally, a unified front. We did it, 90. <laughs> we got right. it. Peace. Uh, hell on Heels. How feisty are the ladies in this movie? Mm. Uh, 
Super feisty. Super feisty. I mean, Sydney Chan, if that doesn't sell milk, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> and then it doesn't, apparently. No. And they need to find another recourse. <laughs> right. Also, the Richie family song is like, come on, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty feisty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character is pretty Lulu's feisty. Super, yeah. I love how she Lulu's just feisty. like, she's at the party. So she's like, I'll be your choreographer and I'll design your outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. And then she says, very satisfyingly, shut your trap at the very end. I'm the number one groupie for the village people. As if... And, and I then I didn't know them dressed. Yeah, I didn't know if this was a rag or if she was like letting her on her way. But when she claps back with whoever will have you, that's who you deserve or that's who deserves you or something. Was that a nag or was that a um, like a... You know, she's all grown like, up this now. Movie and she's negging, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, there was so much negging in this movie. That was that's for sure. I mean, there were some feisty ladies. I'd give it. Yeah. I'd give it a, an 85. I think. 85. There also was a moment in that number where I would die for your love, where one of the the, the backup dancers with a stiletto steps on the construction construction worker's hand, mm. like, and she's wearing all red. So I will go. Would you give it 85? I'll go. Mm-hmm. I'll go 89. 89. I'll go 85. Rob was correct. <laughs> um, giving yes. it in I love beating John. <laughs> the weird thing is with the I love you to death song, like they think like, oh, finally, th- such a better voice than Steve Gutenberg's. But his voice wasn't better. No. His voice was worse. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is the an only... improvement. And was the only one who sang from the group, the the cop, was he the only like yeah, actual vocalist? In the, in the reality of that, and the guy who played the cop in the movie was not the original guy. There was the original guy who actually was mm. straight. And in pre-production, while well, he was still involved with the movie, he sort of wanted to make that clear, which is why that character has a girlfriend. But even when he left the movie, they kept the girlfriend. And his actual girlfriend in real life was cast to play that role. But when he left the movie, she also quit the show. But he was the one who's he wrote most of their songs. He was the lead singer. And he, initially, he recorded these songs with studio singers, and then they put the village people around him. Got it. The only thing I take issue is that he wanted to make it clear that he had a girlfriend because at no point in the movie was it clear to me that they were a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I thought good friends, maybe related <laughs> some way. Well, um, I think with the new casting, the 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 tech sexual tension was maybe not there. It's hard uh, for the camera to oh, catch. Was that the problem? It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it was the casting. Was, no, no. <laughs> it was all yeah. there in the script. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah the on the page. It, it was on the page. It was on but, the page. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, got an 86.33 in Hell on Heels. All right, our next one, Macabre. How macabre is Can't Stop the Music? Well, we've got I Love You to Death. We've got mm-hmm. Old Lady Mugging. <laughs> Was that macabre or like something <laughs> from like Benny Hill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It was a Benny that, Hill kind that, of macabre. That and the, oh, she did get her fingernail stuck in that harrowing moment uh, in the photo booth. What is the comic the, business in this movie? Booth. It doesn't make any sense. It literally is, what do you think of right now? That's what almost <laughs> yeah. 90% of the jokes are. Or like right but now. So much of it was joke. like, oh, I spilled food on my clothes. There's yeah. a there lot was of a lot of spilling food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lasagna who made several appearances in this movie. Mm-hmm. She I, was very good. Yes. <laughs> and a moment and a moment where water is spilled on the carpet, and that is a, a tragedy. Like right. um, clean <laughs> oh, water. Some of us have hardwood floors. <laughs> you don't know the struggle. <laughs> Must be nice. I thought the opening, des- the desperation of Lulu in the opening when we first meet Lulu. Yes. <laughs> She's that very was brilliant. Des- in a very desperate situation. But overall, and then the agent not- is, 
she's revealed in a very Dr. No situation with the the, the chair turn. That's true. There's something very gay that. about not there, about making a movie about the village people and not letting any actual homosexuality exist. Sure. That feels something macabre about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, there was also this weird moment where at one point, uh, Caitlyn Jenner asks a receptionist, which way to the men's room? The receptionist points in a direction. <laughs> Caitlyn walks in the other opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> what went down? No. What? Yeah. What did we know? And Caitlyn Jenner also felt like uh, they were about to die in that lasagna spill scene. Or was it a, at that it point hot. it was a flan. It was, it was, no, it was reheated. And then the hot lasagna was. Yeah slipped and fell on their lap <laughs> so they had to almost like stupid comic business there's something macabre about that like mm -hmm. just don't try to be funny just move along like yeah we don't need a bit we don't here. need a bit here oh. yeah. yeah it'll be fine what do they have <laughs> if they don't have a bit if they don't have bad bits we got song music dancing we got a we'll say, movie yeah that was the one bit that moved the plot along because then uh they're not wearing pants. So then there's a right. sexual tension that Horny. must be resolved. But yeah. when she drops her lens in the lasagna, that sure. then yeah. <laughs> there's no time the to get it lasagna. out. Crunchy lasagna, right. Yeah, crunchy lasagna. I guess um, eating I a think... contact lens is macabre. That was, sure. yeah. They're, I've heard of yeah, eating your didn't... makeup, but eat a contact lens? <laughs> <laughs> not with these here. veneers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a 40. 40. I'll give it a 55. 55? <laughs> that weird Caitlyn Jenner moment of the room. Yeah. They were just following Samantha because they wanted to know where Samantha went. Right. Uh, I'll give it a 20. Wow. Giving it a 38.33. All right, the I next category. <laughs> <laughs> dramatic lighting. How dramatic There's is the tons lighting? There's a great dramatic lighting in this. They're on yeah. nightclubs all the time. They're doing these production numbers. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sydney Channing's office is very has very dramatic lighting yes. when we first mm -hmm. see her. The private plane, very dimly lit. Yes. How they get in and out of the "I love you to death" number with like this bright right. light shining behind the construction worker right into oh, the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like and did your version dies. have like weird, like when they would cut to like the Indian dancing in the nightclub, like weird video effects? Yeah, yeah with the, the sparkling. Of like it almost looked like it was like burning or, you know, like it was Oh no, it's definitely, no, it was, it was meant to be there. It's there, It looked yeah. weird. It was also, like the I Back to say, the Future effect, like um, they were time traveling, right? I see. <laughs> He's disappearing. Yeah. It was like Loki. <laughs> uh, and then Sam turning off all the lights before she seduces Ron. Exactly. Which was another twist I did not see coming because again, there were many moments in the movie where she rightfully um, put Ron in their place to no longer be interested in them. And then for no reason, for no compelling reason, decided to change her tune. And um, at the end, you know, accepted a, a flyby proposal um, based on what? That he showed up Nothing. to the concert? Yeah. yeah, the show was that good. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> the music moved her. So what would you give this for dramatic lighting? Mm, 63. 63. I'll give it an 84. 84. Uh, I'll give it a 68 because I'm not going to be gross. Giving it a 71.33, which is Ooh. 66 points higher than I now pronounce you, Chuck and Larry. 
pretty good. So there's that. There we go. All right, our next category, vibrato. So for this, in addition to literal vibrato, we mean anytime they take a moment and zhuzh it up, give it something a little extra. The moment doesn't need it, but you get it and you like it. <laughs> yeah. I think so, this, I well. wrote the dopey comedy. The dopey and comedy. So I feel like th that's Nancy Walker's fingerprints are all over. You could see her vision at work when she has a little <laughs> old lady mug a guy. Like, oh, uh, the, yeah. the Walker touch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the I, opening scene is so vibratic. Um, Absolutely. which is a word I'm going to use. Uh, his, yeah, just his. I'm quitting this job. And then I'm quitting like, this job. Yeah. yeah. You can't make me stock shells, yeah. Mr. You're going to be taking inventory of my hit record. <laughs> yeah. Little do they know, all record stores will be doomed in the next 20 years or so. Oh, I need to adjust my macabre score. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think also, like, they had the, the I will say the Indian because that's how it is listed, but they were always wearing bells or anytime they danced or like moved mm -hmm. around, you heard a sort of chime going off those lights that you were talking about the lighting effect during the song samantha and the i love you to death everyone just had it was just like tons of glitter people were just throwing and dropping in on some people. way this movie did make me appreciate the apple more like i do think sure. it was like oh this is like a better apple's a better made movie not like at least it was more apple's more ambitious it i think failed, the apple you know has I mean? less dips like I think they're like yes. I think if you cut out if you could trim a little bit of can't stop the music, like if you could make it a ninety minute watch, it would be a fun thing to watch. Obviously, with other people when you're sort of like want to make fun of something and kiki and be a little drunk and high, and, <laughs> which you can sort of do with the apple. What but are like, nights with John <laughs> Flynn like? What do you normally <laughs> you watch? Sophie's Choice. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> You got to read the room is all I'm saying. Like yeah. You could make can't stop the music more watchable, even though it is bad. I think the apple does has less slow parts. But I think well, I just like that the yeah. apple is going for like a biblical. Th yes, they're thing. definitely they're going, going larger. Like, Can't yes. stop the music isn't really aiming that high. No, no. And if they are, of, they missed. They're surviving. <laughs> they're sort of like trying to keep themselves together as they're making the movie. Is what it feels. Yeah, like. yeah. Like a plane is crashing and they're adding engines to it or right. something. <laughs> <laughs> also, that guy who plays the music producer was so twitchy. He loved to strain his neck. I don't know yeah. how he did that. And if he like, does he do neck muscle exercises? Is that part of his gym routine? But he really <laughs> would put himself out there. And so for that, yeah, for that, I'd give that vibrato alone as a 74. 74. I think this is, so, I think it's all vibrato. Like even like the, the contact lens and the lasagna, you know, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. So I'm going to go 93. 93. I'm going to go 90. It's pretty dang stupid. And I recommend it. I had a good time watching it. I think to John's point, it would be a very fun uh, group movie musical hangout situation or like a yeah. background background movie. Yeah. Uh, the highest praise. Well, so many of the <laughs> <any> movie. <laughs> it's something you could put on when you don't want to watch it. Um, yeah. I had a friend put on a background, uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Rob Ford or whatever. What a terrible background movie. John. Yeah. And it was our That's composer, bad. Danny Cohen, who wrote a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I will name names. Do everything you need to know. It's visually stunning. Like, nobody wants that. Just put on <laughs> slow. Can't stop the music. Yeah, put on can't, put on, the can't the stop the Come music. On. Yeah. Well, it got an 85.67 in vibrato, which is four points higher than The Princess Bride, but 10 points lower than Mulholland Drive. All right, our know. next category might make up some That's points here. Fault. Footwork. <laughs> oh, there was a lot, a lot of, lot of a lot of fancy footwork. The YMCA scene alone had a lot of choreographed scenes. I liked the diving. <laughs> yeah. Can we oh, can we cute. include uh, synchronized diving as footwork? Absolutely, sure. Great. 
I'm bringing back the uh, box dancing as um, some fancy footwork. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Gutenberg on the roller skates yeah. in the uh, top of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And we need, I think, a special shout out needs to be made for Valerie Perrin's strut during Milkshake. There's just shots of her walking and then shots oh, of yeah. her hands on hips, like going, uh, what do you call that when you just do your bounce your hips from side to side? It's like, the side to side. Not, the side she's side. not really dancing. She's either walking or like she does like aggressive posing, but she's very good at it. Yeah. Well, she's a model. Just every time they would cut <laughs> to Valerie Perrin and Milkshake, it would make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's the stupidest number you've ever seen. I do think for footwork, it has to be noted that the village people themselves were terrible dancers. Just like <gasps> this barely, is- barely Macarena the was level. off on the step touches. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the, well, obviously the cop is the best singer. Like I think he has a great voice. He has a truly he does. voice. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Who's yeah. the best dancer, would you say? You guys are both professional uh, toe tappers. Uh, maybe the construction mm. guy, because he did get his own number. Yeah. So they might have been like, oh, you're the best. We'll just surround you. With so women. you're not going by that. He didn't actually dance in that. He just he was just kind of surrounded by dancers. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times he would like enter the frame and like flat, lean, lean against something. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Like I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Indian. He was a good dancer. He was a good he dancer. He was a good dancer. He, he had that bar moment. I thought Lulu was a very fun dancer at the Lulu's rooftop great. party. Lulu's great. Lulu's having And she was trying time. her darndest to get them to dance. You know, bless her. She was heart. the choreographer. She was. I think, groupie. I think that part was initially meant to be for Cheetah Rivera. And Cheetah Rivera said, Not Tim Curry? <laughs> First went Tim Curry. So we can't get Tim yes. Curry. Is Cheetah available? She is it's not. Cheetah. All right. <laughs> Marilyn Sokol. Get <laughs> John, would you say this is some of the best dancing ever put to film? I would not say that, but it's really? fun. I think the numbers are really fun to watch. Obviously, like yeah. I've seen a lot of these numbers. I love when dance numbers nice. are fun to watch. Yeah. I think that's a good sign. It's a good barometer. I'm just going to call out in the YMCA scene, there was a lot of coordinated dancing and there was a lot of coordinated cinematography, nice cuts to the music. And yeah. then there was one moment when they just had a like five guys take a dive off a bouncy board, a, du- a dive board. What do you call it? A, du- a bouncy <laughs> a dive diving board? board? A diving <laughs> board. But not the platforms, <laughs> the board. So, okay, the board. Yeah. Um, it was not coordinated. It was not to the beat. They, we never saw them splash. We don't know what they were diving into. They're Could still have been diving cement. They're still diving. <laughs> They could be dead in a pile to this moment. It's their own Sisyphean hell uh, (laughs) to be diving continuously. Um, For that, I would give it a 72 because they really packed in the dance dance moments, even if they weren't that stellar. There's a lot of great dance numbers in here. I will give it a 92. 92. I'm going to give it an 85. I'm mostly for Valerie Perrin in Milkshake. Nice. All right, our next category, spank bank deposits. Anything you're going to file away to the spank bank in this movie? I mean, file away. Yeah. I still have 32 hours left on my Apple <laughs> Plus rental. And... Yeah, better use it. I should say the Apple one, it shows it in full screen. It does. Yeah. Well, it Very annoying. In... <laughs> it starts in widescreen, but it's not like anamorphic, That meaning it doesn't fill up the screen. Yeah. It's a, it's a mess. You got to get the Blu-ray if you want the full screen. <laughs> It was $30 on Amazon. I looked me. it up. <laughs> no, you have to, Rob. <laughs> you were chosen. You've got to do it. I was chosen. Oh, no. But this has a lot of haka. And again, there's a guy in overalls without a shirt, which we just nice. saw on Eating Out Drama Camp. Remember? That's, that's true. true. I remember it's that. Weird. They're coming back. Yeah. 
and white overalls. Yeah. Speaking of spank bank, a bad idea, but yeah, yeah. You like white? You got a thing for white overalls? Well, this is what we're <laughs> well learning. I mean, no, no, in a New York City so summer. Easily. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, exactly. New York City summer. Well, you maybe crazy? that's part of the appeal. <laughs> well, okay. and he's even sitting on a, a stoop when we find him in this right. particular outfit. You know what they say about men who sit on stoops? They're going to have dirty butts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And their white overalls. Yeah, I mean, there's some solid spank bank material in here. I would say 87. 87, wow. I'm just, I mean, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm a sucker for a crop top and um, right. a gratuitous locker room scene. That's all I really need. <laughs> yeah, I think given that, uh, I'm going to go 97. 97. I mean, no, John's type. Yeah, wow. <laughs> 1980. Showering. Uh-huh. Showering. <laughs> Cleanliness. <laughs> Synchronized diving. Uh, I'll go 85. Given an 89.67, which is not as high as point breaks, 93.33. That's right. correct. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, our next category. Rob, on a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend Can't Stop the Music to a Gay Person? To a gay person specifically? Yeah. Specifically. Um, do I hate this person? Well, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. And can I give context? No. Um, no. No. It's yeah, just... <laughs> You're hanging out with someone, they mentioned they've never seen Can't Stop the Music. What do you say to them? There may I be say, on another box across the way. Yeah. You can make yeah. Shouting that really fray. loud. Yeah. I say spring for the Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> really? I would recommend it. I think there's a lot of caveats and I would, I'd want to make sure they know what they're getting into, but I do think it's a, it's a rocking good time. I would say, I would say 60 is what you're saying. (laughs) No. Um, And it's no uh, Luca. I'll say that. I'll give it a 71. 71. I'll give it an 86. 86. I think it's fun. I agree. Like you'd have to be like, it's not good, but it's fun. You should watch it with people yeah. when you're a little drunk or a little stoned or something like that. Yeah. But definitely it's I fun think watching it. How yeah. did you guys watch it? I was a little drunk and a little stoned. My husband would not watch it with me, but why? Yeah. I was, I don't know. He was doing some other thing. Boring. He was recording his own Something podcast. productive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earning money to pay the bills. Yeah. Ugh. What a bore. Um, I was probably not drunk as I should have been. And I, truth be told, I watched the first hour a little drunk uh, last night. And then to mercy kill my boyfriend, I let him go to bed. And then I watched the rest of it today. <laughs> it didn't seem fair to keep him up for an extra hour to watch the, right. the rest of that movie. Wow. Um, See, I want a partner who can hang. That's what I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I thought this was pretty fun. I would recommend it. I'd give it, it's no apple. But um, I'll give it an 88, hmm. not 89. Cute. Giving it an average of 82, which is not as high as I, Tanya's 86.67. What happened? <laughs> All right. Are, are there barometers just I, Tanya and Princess Bride? Or are those? <laughs> That's all we know. Well, actually, and the fifth element got a 91. Okay. Oh, I would have put yeah. that probably higher. Yeah. Yeah. That's, all right. Yeah. Now we are into the wheel category. So remember this? So these are all categories previous guests have brought in. We put them all in this wheel, which is an app on my phone. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. randomly spin it four times, whatever category pops up, that's how we're gonna judge it. And then after that, we will all come up with a new category, which we will add to the wheel. Can you believe it? Potentially future ones. Rob, did you watch this and add any uh, Village People songs to your playlists? Macho Man is coming back. That's not even in this movie. 
I know, but she does have that's why I added it because I, I missed it. <laughs> it was like you were she did have a, a tank top that said Macho yeah. Woman. Yeah. I also love how in the very beginning there, you know, he's rollerblading through New York City. They're showing signs of New York City and then they encounter three women who are wearing San Francisco t-shirts. San sort of a, Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco as sort of a foreshadowing, but also distraction. Where are we? Yeah, it's like unclear. what's the point of them? Yeah. yeah. Another city exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, this category comes from Rocky Horror, ability to be shadow casted. I think you Ooh. could. I think this would be a perfect movie to have like play For sure. and then have people come out as the village people and do the numbers. Oh, I did not know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did we before we, we had these people on. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's fun. So yeah. just, just so I'm clear, uh, the ability to be played and then have like... What they do for like Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror pictures. Like how they do yeah, yeah, Rocky yeah. Horror, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you oh, yeah. lasagna. <laughs> a giant contact lens. Right. Yeah, roller skating um, down the aisle. How would you always yeah. want to roller skate down for a sure. movie aisle? Sure, I would always. eat total shit, but um, yeah. it'd be fun while it lasted. <laughs> totally fun. And then like working out during YMCA. Right. Mm-hmm. Would and everyone has to do the thing. Everyone right? does the... That's the, that's the time warp. I told yeah. my mom I was watching this movie and it's like, oh, it's about the village people. And she goes, oh, I love YMCA. It's my favorite song at a wedding. It's a good one. Get everyone on the floor. <laughs> everyone loves one. it. Everyone knows it. I also, I mean, was it also a staple of your middle school dances? Because I think if I had known just how crude that scene was, I don't know if I would have thought it's so appropriate for crude. a bunch of middle school dances. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like taking dumps on each other's faces. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're like there's like posing in athletic wear. Yeah. There's a lot of jockstrap moments. You um, see worse than like your Instagram explore page or mine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All my ads are for runner shorts. You look at one ad and now it's like, here's the newest short short. I'm like, I appreciate it. shows up your penis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't buy anything from Instagram. It's going to be, uh, it's going to fall apart in two seconds. I think it's all tissue yeah. paper is what I assume. Right. Fast fashion. It's bad for the environment too. So you're really a yeah, so, uh, uh, climate not helping. warrior. Uh, so right. Rob, what do you want to give this for ability to be shadow cat? Yeah, 93. 93. I'll go 95. 95. I mean, yeah, it's such like a dumb comedy. I mean, like even like the non-dance parts like lend themselves to it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I'll go 100. I mean, this is it is like a cult film and that's what you do to cult films. Mm-hmm. Giving it an average of 96. Again. Isn't it exciting? You love suspense games. is killing me. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from Itanya. Fashion's so bad, it's good. I almost think a lot of the fashion wasn't bad enough. Yeah. I don't know. There was a lot of bad fashion in this movie, guys. I don't know. The moo moo on the plane. <laughs> I mean, most of it. I, I, so, okay. Are we judging it in the 80s time? Was it bad for the 80s or is it bad now looking back? Because I'm a sucker for a sequel. Samantha looks pretty great. And I think, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Steve Gutenberg looked pretty good the whole time. Yeah, they always had him in a nice tight jean and a tucked in t shirt. (laughs) Like, it wasn't like a Josie and the Pussycats where you're like, oh, that is so 2000. You know what I mean? But like, a lot of this stuff, I feel like people are wearing this today. No. Oh, people are wearing that the Indian outfit. The Indian I'm not outfit. talking about the village people. I'm talking about everyone else. But even that, I wouldn't I say that. I wouldn't even say like the village people is bad. I feel like, well, that's what they're doing. That's a, they're doing gay icons. How else are you supposed to do it? I think it's 
come on tammy grimes like she has like her her like special like i'm sneaking around the village hat that she's yeah. wearing i was all for it i didn't think <laughs> but it was, that, i thought it was just good but it's yeah, not, yeah it's so bad dress. It's like that ridiculous yeah I don't know if it was bad though was my thing i think it's like fun because it's absurd so much of this the fashion this the issue I see is that we're, you know, fashion is cyclical. So we're now starting to reboot <laughs> the eighties fashion. Yeah. So I think it looks good now, but if you asked us maybe 10 or 15 years ago, we would have, we would have rated it lower, but I, I was saying it could be worse. Yeah. I think it could, I was, it made bigger choices. Okay. That's the problem with this movie overall is like, they don't go hard enough. Yeah. They don't Nancy swing Walker's, big enough. I blame Nancy Walker's direction. <laughs> like the final can't stop the music number is so like indifferently directed. Yeah, it's like not right. an exciting musical number at all. And I feel like that yeah. the, there's such like a restraint or I don't know, to the overall to the aesthetics of the movie, too. I just wish it went further. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. But I still think the fashion I, is ridiculous in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But is it ridiculous bad or is it just fabulous loud? Those are your options. Pick one. I mean, this is not I, Tanya. <laughs> binary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. This came from I, Tanya. I think that's a good right. barometer. Like, none of this yeah. is, like, close to, I think, the I, Tanya stuff. Yeah. I got to say, because... Because uh, that's so bad. Like, the clothes in I, Tanya, you're like, oh, they really, like, raided a thrift store. You know what I mean? And, like, found, like, the loudest patterns and stuff. Mm -hmm. She has a bird on her shoulder and a fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the wardrobe department. They're not responsible for that bird. That's not fashion. <laughs> it's definitely an accessory. I don't know. I think the production numbers, like all the stuff they're wearing in their numbers, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And so, um, James the Flames Man. I'm James. Right? So many like flames. yeah, so many short shorts. I'm James and Flames. Is Caitlin's like my name's James top and Flames and short shorts. Come on. Yeah. I loved it. I wish more guys wore crop tops. So then does it have to be bad for it to get a high score? I'm still confused. Think of I, Tanya, so how so it's good. all like the cringy, like 90s. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll give it a, I think it's a 54. 54. I got to go 83. There were so many times I watched this movie. I would just go, what are they wearing? <laughs> I'll give it a 55. Give it an average of 64. Good oh, company. Fashion so bad. It's good. That is good company. You going to the nightclubs tonight, Rob? In my Indian headdress. No, I'm not. <laughs> you That's shouldn't a, do that. Rob. No. <laughs> All right. Here's an oldie but a goodie from Tourist Trap. Mannequins. Well, there's that one <laughs> in the opening. The opening, there's alive. some mannequins who come to life. That's true. I forgot about that. Another magical moment that what was never explained or revisited. Right? Yeah. You know, after you quit a job and you just feel so alive, uh, even the mannequins yeah, are making mm -hmm. like coming back to life. Yeah. Real Snow White, uh, Belle, Beauty and the Beast moment. Is it just number of mannequins? It's just, just like how you mannequins are, right? impact. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you were like, <laughs> like a mannequin, a mannequin. In the movie is a hundred, <laughs> mm -hmm. and ten thousand BC is a zero. Sure. Sure. Where is right. this? Great. Great. Touch points. I appreciate that. I mean, they do have the mannequins that come to, I'm just trying to remember if there are any, like surely Lulu was propping up doing some seamstress work on a mannequin at one point, <laughs> surely, no? Probably. Surely. Yeah, there was have. a dress form somewhere. Yeah. Can't keep Lulu away from a dress form. <laughs> no. So she was their clothing stylist and their choreographer? Yep. And Too she brought hats. the weed. Mm -hmm. And there's still, <laughs> I guess- did bring the weed. <laughs> You would have needed one more female cast member and they were bursting she also, as it was. Right. She was also horny for the Indian and then for Ron. And then yeah. he uh, said no. So then she went back to the Indian. They had a nice little makeout scene. And then again, it was never addressed. Right. No. That was early on in the movie too. <laughs> like whose story is this movie? 
it seems Valerie like Sam's Bryan. story. Yeah. Right? But in her story is just like, I found romance. Like, or I just, right. she's like, we can people. do it. Like they, they're like, we have an obstacle. She's like, we can do it. And then they do a number. And they, I love in they, the final dance number of <laughs> can't stop the music. Like it's like, Sam and like these other characters on the balcony above the stage. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I was wondering the audience, man, if you're in the audience, you must be like, who are those people? <laughs> you know, why are they, why do they have a spotlight? They're not it doing did feel, anything. It did feel sort of like they died and they were looking right. down from, from heaven, heaven at the success right, yeah. of their work. Yeah. yeah like their sense. life's work. Um, yeah. I mean, for the talking mannequins, I'm going to give it a um, 62 and a half. 62.5. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a 65. 65. Um, there are, I'll give it a 40. Could use some more mannequins. Sure. Uh, giving it a 55.83. Not bad. Not bad. Now, now we are one category away from uh, <gasps> coming up with a category, a new one. That's exciting. So plant that seed. John, what do you do? Why do you keep changing it, John? Looking for something appropriate to help boost your because score? There's, no, there's so many categories. It takes that long for it to spin now. Loading the deck. Loading stacking the, the deck. Stacking the deck. Wow. Hmm. I call shenanigans. Well, recount, mm-hmm. recount. Shenaniganry. The big lie. The big no. lie. The big lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. From Kramer versus Kramer, Shawls. Shawls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There is well, if you're going to sack the deck, you probably wouldn't pick that one. No. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is a shawl in this movie. There is one shawl. One very iconic shawl moment. After yeah. the, the lasagna falls on Caitlyn Jenner's lap, they take off his pants and then they wrap a shawl around it. Because uh, are we not are we not calling the the muumu a shawl? Is that not okay, quite a shawl? Give it some points there if you want to. It's up to I'm you. Give it. I'm going to give it some points for that. There was a lot of drapery. I couldn't quite pin yes. down any specific shawl moment, but there were a lot of a lot of fabric. I'll say that. Yes. And she did, when Lulu was collecting the towels, there was a real shawl moment uh, there as well. Shawl energy? Yeah. <laughs> she was giving That's strong right. shawl energy. <laughs> I think you go in the house of intuition and ask for a crystal with strong shawl energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a 51, I think. 51. I'll go, yeah, that sounds good. Like uh, 54. 54. I mean, it was just the one. I'll give it 40. <laughs> I go nuts. Really don't think outside that box, that no, shawl I'm box. On the box. <laughs> Giving He's a forty-eight point thirty-three, which is a lot lower than Eat, Pray, Love, which got a ninety in shawls. But that makes sense. But that makes all the sense. She oh goes yeah, Bali. yeah. She was <laughs> nothing India. but shawls. Yeah. All right, now is the time for you to come up with a category, John. For all of us, you don't remember that we came up with them during Queen's? <laughs> I remember it now that you say it. But let's all talk. So that about means it. no, you guess. didn't remember. I didn't remember until you brought it up, and then I remember. <laughs> What do we think? What's something about this movie? There are there were a lot of um, I mean just disco. I would. How say. do you call them? Tri cuts where split like screen, oh, like multi oh, yeah, yeah. split screens, but multiple split screens. Um, a lot of times, just like mirror image, like the flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we think that makes it gayer? It has those. Oh, is that it? yeah. That's what all of this is about. Ideally, like, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of point to that. So, I'm so sorry. Okay, split wow. screens aren't gay enough. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think the disco era itself. The disco is, is disco yeah. Era, a nightclub. Mm-hmm. How how much how nightclubby is the movie? Any scene where you have to like convince there a are? crop top. top. Any scene where you have to like convince a record executive of something. Hmm. Any scene where uh, a like... Jewish mother plies somebody with food, or I guess she was Catholic, but she <laughs> yeah. she was playing when the it comes part to of food. Yeah, all mothers. Yeah, are Jewish. other mothers. Are Jewish. There's, there's a way in which, like, because they were fighting to be a group, they were sort of lip syncing for their life. 
Mm-hmm. Sure. What do we think of that as a category? Lip syncing for your life. Yeah, I like that. Sure. Lip syncing so for your legacy. Is there a moment where someone has to like put it all out there, like just like they're they're using performance for their life kind of thing? Well, when they like convince the there's a scene with the, they're in the recording studio and for, oh there's a problem with the mic feedback yeah right there's that it's never happened before. Also, we never discussed the fact that the stakes could not be higher for this Jack character who, if this whole experiment fails, has to go to dentistry school. Yeah. So let's not forget that he was he was on you know he was lip syncing for his life and his sanity. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'd give this an eighty on the on that 80. scale. Uh, Because there also is the audition montage, so I will go 86. 86. I'll go 82, given an average of 82.67. All right, now we're into the bonus category. So these categories are just bonus, as we said. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's not going to work against the movie. Don't freak out. Um, But we're we're rating these all from 0 to 10. Okay. All right, the first one. How would you rate this on musical potential? Oh, <laughs> we haven't come up with a tweak yet for when no. they are already musicals, but we're, <laughs> yeah. we're on the hunt for a tweak. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not as think... high as you would think from a music a movie musical. I know, <laughs> so. right? Because the songs aren't that they're almost like relentless, these songs. Like, oh well, yeah. we we'll just repeat the chorus ad nauseum for well, two minutes. Disco, at the yeah. end. But like yeah. even the best disco songs like still build or like you know, yeah. evolve sure. during those last Dream years. Girls. Exactly. Thank you. Please, girls, dream. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> That's all you've got to do. That's all you've got. I think you would also have to add in the Navy and Macho Man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think adding a few numbers, I think this could work great as a stage musical. I mean, yeah. I say that as like they did the same thing to Xanadu, which I saw and thought was like pretty good, but not great. So Are I bet that would ring? probably happen with Can't Stop the Music. Where you'd think, oh, I bet this will be really fun. And then you're as you're watching it in real time, you're like, it is fun, but I still want it to be more fun. Were they too beholden yeah. to the text of the movie? I guess so. I think it's also a matter of similarly to, it's been a while since I've seen Xanadu, either the movie or the stage musical, where much like with Can't Stop the Music, the story is kind of a mess. So if you're you're just working with a broken thing already. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they need like, to strip it down to like, its parts. Totally new or, yeah. What's your yeah. favorite musical that has a terrible story? My favorite? Oh, Chess, probably. Chess. I don't know. I've uh, never seen except that. Except it's music by, the, by ABBA. Yeah, the ABBA oh, guys was. wrote it. This It's about the two competing oh. chess uh, players in the 80s. It's set sort of in the Cold War. It's got mm. some incredible numbers. The score is great. It's very ABBA. Uh, Mark, you would oh. love it if you actually like gave it. You to told me that in the car the other day. I did. One, the song "One Night in Bangkok" is from Chess, so you might know that song. There might be a few other things, or if you hear them, you makes go, a hard man humble. That's true. I guess yeah. you much get, between uh, despair and uh, ecstasy. But the story itself is kind of like who cares, and also like it's hard to dramatize. These two guys are on stage playing chess. Yeah, there's no Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just yeah. have dancing chess pieces? Solved. They did. Oh, they did. <laughs> And you it's, think they didn't it try wasn't that enough. You really yeah. think that they put this show on Broadway and they were like, oh my God, what if the chess pieces dance? That was the first Crazy. inspiration and for this the musical. Was a drama? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't the, a, it was a musical the, comedy? No, it was during the Les Mis sort of Phantom of the Opera of t- uh, time. Well, they got the oh, miserable like part, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, what do you want to give us for musical potential? Nine. A nine. I will go nine as well. Yeah. It needs some uh, re uh, retrofit. Some workshopping. Yeah, yeah, I'll say eight. We could do it. 
Give it an 8.67, which is one well, point lower it. than Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's more operatic. Yeah. All right, next category, Queer Menace. Any Queer Menaces? I would say Sydney is almost the biggest menace in the entire movie. Yeah. Sure. I think there's also the thing of the producers feeling that worried that the group is too out there, mm. aka gay, to be successful. So like, they, I wish like we saw them feel. like in like act people actually thinking they're out there. Like we almost, it's almost like only theoretical. Like they might be too much, but we never actually sure. see them like out in the street, like in front of an audience of audience going, "What is this? I don't get it," and then being won over. Yeah. Right. But there are, a, there are a number of redemption stories, uh, like <laughs> Ron's you. mom, who originally is very shocked by the situation, but then turns out to very, be yeah. the knight in shining armor. But yeah, gay menace. I don't know. Do I have to go first on all yes. these? There's so much pressure. <laughs> You're doing fine. Okay. Um, three. Three. That sounds right. I'll go three as well. Uh, yeah, I'll go three. Give an average of three. Yes. All right, next team. one. Character actress makes a big swing. I mean, well, would I you say Nancy is... Walker directing a movie is a big swing? She was a character <laughs> actress. That's true. <laughs> this is the only movie she directed. The story I heard is that she went to the premiere, saw, and as soon as the movie's over, went home and said she has never watched it again. Oh. <laughs> Nancy, just got to get some friends over, get drunk. Yeah, and have some pot, and then, get yeah. some, have some Don't wine. deny your past, just do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think- uh, Make Mary a lasagna. Lulu, the actress who plays Lulu is, come on. Yeah. She's also the voice of Ma Otter in Emma Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh. Another gay icon. <laughs> well, and the woman who plays <laughs> Sam was in Superman. She was the, she's yeah. the yeah. Like, bimbo to Lex Luthor. Yeah. Is she making a big swing in this movie? <laughs> no, but uh, the she agent- is- the agent, the, her Tammy assistant. Grimes and June Havoc, like they're the they're making something of this material. Yeah, yeah, they're working and so is with Lulu. it. And says so Lulu. Yeah, and the mom. That's June, right? Havoc. June yes. Havoc. That's June Havoc. Oh, that's June Havoc. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> There's too many. There's so many of your juggle. There's too. I know. <laughs> so yeah. So what do you want to give this for character actress makes a big swing? Seven. A seven. I will also go seven. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, I'll go eight for Nancy Walker directing. Giving it a 7.33, which is one point lower than The Princess Bride. You got oh, it. Damn. Okay. <laughs> All right, our next category, witches. How witchy is this movie? Oh, there's some witchy ways. There's some wiles, to be Jimmy sure. Jimmy Channing gets described as a witch at one point. That's true. I also have Samantha had a real, like, Glinda the Good Witch kind of energy to her. Definitely. Well, and some witch has uh, bewitched those mannequins to react to um, <laughs> Some, something has to, to, to yes. passersby. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a, did this movie make you miss New York City, John? It did a little bit. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Any particular thing? No, the possessed the mannequins. Energy, the, the possessed mannequins, all the roller skating, guys in, <laughs> yeah. in, in white overalls, you know, just that. Mm -hmm. Did you ever roller skate in New York City, like in Central Park or anything? I did not know. Not much of a roller skater. Not so much. Mm. Skateboarder. Were you practicing your vocals in Washington Square Park? Shut up! <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Squirrel. Get off those roller skates! <laughs> Trying to make a pizza! I know you could say even the music cast a spell on the audience. I wouldn't say Oh, that. I would <laughs> not. Kind of witchy. <laughs> there was no spell cast <laughs> yeah. on from What are you song. talking about? That final number? That's not that great. YMCA is a great song. I feel like yes. the, the Richie's family has a good one. And then Can't yeah. Stop the Music's okay, but then the rest of thought were pretty forgettable. 
they're very repetitive, which makes them yeah. not forgettable, Relentless unfortunately. Is the only <laughs> word yeah. I could think of. Like, we got it. You made your point. Yeah. We're dancing. God. Yeah. I guess it's meant to be heard while Please you're on drugs stop. and you yes. don't notice. Like, <laughs> right. oh, this is a seven-minute song? I don't know. What is <laughs> yeah. time? I mean, you're meant to be on drugs when you listen to this music. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, my Sesame Street Fever disco album would beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're meant to be on sugar. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a, I'm going four on witchiness. Four. I'll go three for witches. Three. Uh, I'll go two. Give it an average of three. All right, our next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. So I think the village people. Yeah, they're kind of, are they gay roles though? You know, kind of. I mean, they're basically being themselves. So yes. But they don't really, but not really ever addressed or labeled that or allowed to actually be gay. Yeah. Was Jack a gay actor? Who is that actor? Who? Oh, Steve Gutenberg? He is not. Steve Gutenberg? He's not. Mm, missed opportunity. Right? Have you never seen Steve Gutenberg before? Three men in a I, I recognize him, Academy? but I didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no witches in that either. No. No. Um, so what do you want to give this for gay actors playing gay roles? So at least the, yeah, I'm, zero. I'm, I'm, I'm going over team Mark. Cause I do in retrospect, realize there's a lot of missed opportunity to show any type of gay activity other than uh, extreme partial nudity. <laughs> if that, if that can be a thing, <laughs> extreme, extreme partial, extreme partial, extreme whitewashing and yeah. straight washing of gay culture. Um, I'll give it a one. <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. I will give it, there are how many there's, I'll six. give it a five. five. I, I won't give it for all six. So I'll give it a five. I'll give it a three. Giving it a three. All right, next category. Themes of mothers. Well, we got well, Jenna Havoc. Big, she's got a big part. She's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Sam is sort of a mother to them all, you know, in, a, in a lot of ways. She's mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. She's kind of the Kermit of the group. She's the, the <laughs> she mother is. of the house of the village people. <laughs> yes. The den mother. Yeah, I'd say there's strong mother talk. And then the mother, uh, she secures the deal. She's sort of the, Savvy. you know. Yeah. Yeah. She's she the saves the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What's her face? The Yeah, before um Chris Jenner. The OG oh, yeah. Chris I was, Jenner. I was <laughs> I was thinking Tyler's and Tiara's. Um what's <laughs> her name? Yeah. yeah. Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> yeah, honey boo boo. Mom, yeah. thank you, Mama June. Um, yeah, I'll give it a seven. I think there's seven. some strong mom. Yeah, energy. I'm also gonna go seven on this one. Seven. Um, I don't know. I have to give it a five, which is more higher than most <laughs> movies, but okay. It is more. Give an average of six point three three. All right, next one. Pearl clutching. I went morally. I guess like, you know, Caitlin's character is freaked out by the village people at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then his boss is very uptight of like, you can't be doing this. That's yeah. sort of a sort of shouldn't say money, but right? shouldn't we be saying she? When it's I like guess it's character? tough because the character it's some, if it's the character yeah. that they're playing. The character that she's playing, I will refer to as he, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Ron's boss is uh, just some some pearl clutching. But not nearly enough for all the allusions they make to how scandalous this will be in the mainstream. Right. And why are they so scandalous? Yeah. This is 1980. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He's got a mustache. We had the Manson murders, and you're shocked by this? And yet people were. 
I will say I clutched my pearls when the leather daddy started singing Danny boy. Um, that was a real, that took me back. Yeah. <laughs> We're not expecting that. No. That was that <laughs> what did it take you back to? I don't, you don't want to know my, <laughs> my leather daddy days of oh, I see. singing Irish ballads. <laughs> I would say three. Three for pearl clutching. Yeah, I'll go three as well. Uh, I'll also go three. Give an average of three. Finally, we did quips. It. How quippy is Can't Stop the Music? They're well, trying. I wrote down a lot of um, <laughs> lines. Uh, pay to go to a party. How gosh. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> good. City going, mucho lucrativo money, honey. <laughs> and then I also thought liked when Lulu goes, housework is like bad sex. Every I time I do it, I'll swear yeah. I'll never do it again until the next time company comes. She says yeah. that while tossing a salad. Yes. <laughs> and then Sam says right after that, tacky. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, it's quite quippy. It's pretty quippy. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I knew they'd love us in Cisco, not Cisco, San Francisco. And then Louis, yeah. pardon moi. Pardon moi. <laughs> <laughs> And then Sydney at the end goes, Lulu, whoever gets you deserves, deserves you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. At what point yeah. Steve Gutenberg says, anyone who can swallow two snowballs and a ding dong shouldn't have any issues with pride. There was a lot of, <laughs> yeah. So it's quippy. Yeah, it's, it's quippy. quippy. I'll give it an eight. An eight. I'll give it, a, I'll give it an eight as well. I too yes. will give it an eight. Yes, we're right. doing it. Give an we're doing eight. it. <laughs> Now we're into the iconic category. So these categories are bigger, more broader, large umbrella categories, but we're back to zero to 100. All right, the All first right. one is homoeroticism. How homoerotic? <laughs> Excuse me, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> music. I'm gonna give this 100. 100? Yeah, I, I mean, know. there's a big dance number to YMCA. It's, it, this is homoerotic, this is 100 for me as well. I gotta go 90 because I feel like okay, they needed what were you missing? Some gay sexual energy. Like there is gay the icon, locker room. there's like gay imagery. There was gay but there's sexual no gay <laughs> desire. Like there's not one man looking at another guy going, whoa, or you know what I mean? There's nothing. It's all that's true. That's a very narrow minded uh, definition that's what's of keeping homo it from That's what's keeping it from I've given it a 90. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, who cares? Uh, it's okay, 96.67. <laughs> All right, next That's category. That's pretty good. Over-the-top wardrobe. Again. Yeah. yeah. They are all doing drag in a, in a, in a fact. Yeah. yeah. There was the at least worker has a four headdresses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd say 92. Looks. Lulu's looks slayed. Even Sam had some good moments. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, 90, I'll go 95. 95, uh, I'll go 93, give an average of 93.33. All right, there we go, Rob. Last one of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is Can't Stop the Music? <laughs> I mean, short of going literally to a camp, um, <laughs> they got it. I think they got it with this one. You think they nailed it? <laughs> yeah, I think- If you wanted um, to explain what camp was to someone, could you show them Can't Stop is, the Music? And yes. Would that explain a lot? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to go uh, thinking back to the whole baguette scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. And just really using that as my jumping off point. I'm going to go 99. 99. I'm going to go full 100 on this one. I mean, full it's just all hundo. it is. 
Uh, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Here we go. A fern in a record store. Drawing a mustache on your own bus ad. So crazy. Mm. Unintentional jump cuts. Blow drying carpet. Calling something Big Apple Psychology. (laughs) A scheme to make milk more glamorous than champagne. (laughs) Leaving a tense situation to go for a Baskin Robbins rush. Erotic bakeries. Any song with a big finish. Imagine a sleazy record executive. The best musical number is the Leatherman singing Danny Boy and it was enough to make me think they should have done the whole movie like this ending a dance number with everyone falling into a heap the leather man is definitely the cowardly lion of the group they should make a maroon five movie like this where maroon five are background characters and finally the backstage moment where the village people finally become a group mm. mm-hmm. yeah I think united by their wardrobe yeah <laughs> i'm giving it a hundred all right, finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these final categories, we don't rate them. We all agreed either gets the bonus or it doesn't. Got it. So this one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does this have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I don't know. because it, it doesn't, doesn't have actually... a negative portrayal. Yeah, it's almost I like say neutral. Y- I want to say yes, because I feel like no one is shamed for being gay. They're sort of like going- But no one's allowed to be gay either. I disagree with you on Where's that. But they the are allowed- gay desire in this movie? They're like going to the YMCA. They're wearing all leather. They're like wearing hot gold <laughs> pants and swirling flaming oh, no. batons. It could have gone like, further. Yes, it could have gone further, but I don't think it is. I think it's it sort of shows this like madcap crazy world. Like it is. it has that Muppet quality of like, no one in this movie is- confused or conflicted about being gay like there's none of that going on it's just like a, yeah it's yeah but no one is, is crazy either. no one's like out and gay either well they are enough to the point where this movie well ron calls them out and then sam comes to their defense and says As being like just weirdo i accept everyone yeah no I, i'll give it the bonus i'm gonna vote for I'm going to vote for as well. All right, then it gets it. I wouldn't have, but that's fine. (laughs) And then finally. Conscientious objector. Let the record state. I withheld my approval. Finally, negative 50%. If this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose. I'm going to disagree. I may not (laughs) win this one, but I think it's the movie Boat Trip. (laughs) I'm sorry. We haven't seen it yet, so you could be correct. How thin is the air up on that box? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not. It's not getting the penalty. All right, that's it. We're done. So now that we've been through it all, how do you think the movie did? We had some real high scores there. We did. I mean, I've not been keeping track, but I am a math magician. Um, oh. which is a real oh. uh, profession that I parties. learned about in middle school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think uh, by my calculations, exactly 86.79. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, exactly <laughs> how it did. Out of a total possible 2,932.7. Oh, I didn't know. I thought we were averaging. I wasn't. Okay. We are. Just relax. Okay. <laughs> Can't Stop the Music got 2,559.55, giving it a percentage of... 87.28, making it the sixth gayest movie ever. Not as gay as The Wizard of Oz, but gayer than Death Becomes Her. Wow. Okay. I would not have assumed that about uh, its comp- its comparison to Death Becomes Her. You would have thought Death Becomes Her would be gayer? I would have, just because of the shawls. Um, <laughs> a lot more and shawls. Oh, right, right, right. And it's a better The character movie. actresses. It's a much yeah. better movie. Yeah. You want to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. need substances to enjoy right, it. Yeah, sure. exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't regret uh-huh. the $4 spent on Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, but six, well, we will that's pretty good. You. Congratulations, yeah. Rob. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. You had nothing to do with it Yay! doing that well. But... 
I guess you, your voice was heard in the points and the thank scoring. You, thank you. Thank you. I don't want to diminish that. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Good. Well, so we're happy, happy to have you. Yeah. Rob, is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh, man. I wish I could shill for Bachelor of the Musical, but with Chris oh. Harrison's fate and the franchise being in jeopardy, I don't oh, even no, know where, right. where my where my role stands. So I can't even do that. Um, I, I host High Tops Trivia every Tuesday night at 8. And then if you want to throw a corporate event, you can do that through Hedgehog Trivia. That's my corporate side. Um, got a lot of uh, irons in the trivia pot, if you will, in the trivia fire. Oh. Um, Are there prizes at this High Top Trivia? Yes, there's free alcohol oh. and it's free to play. So you can go That's and fun. spend money and maybe events. win yeah. money back. Are they like Come gay on questions? Over. No, we do a mix. Just, you know, we don't want to be exclusion, exclusive, sure, sure. exclusion, exclusionary, exclusionary. exclusionary. Yeah. Is yeah. one of the questions, how do you spell exclusionary? <laughs> it is. That's <laughs> the first question it. I ask every night. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So come on by. I think I might. I like trivia. Yeah. That's Great. The one thing that'll get me to West Hollywood trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Rob. A total thank delight, you. As always. And you can email us at 20queens, T W O old queens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. If we got something right or wrong, we appreciate hearing from you. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, T W O old queens. Follow me on our letterbox where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes. We also sell merch. If you go to T public and search our name, you can find a lot of great stuff you can buy for yourself and loved ones. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Okra project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. And finally, another way you can support this podcast is we have a Patreon tool Queens, the retirement plan for just five bucks a month. You get an extra episode of us doing other fun projects, similar to like what we do here on the main feed. And that's it. That's we'll it. see you next time. Do we know what our movie is next? I don't we remember, do, but we'll talk about it later. You'll we'll find out. It. You'll figure it out. Uh, we'll see you next time. Everybody stay safe. Goodbye, MCA. Yeah. It's fun to stay at the goodbye, MCA. <laughs> Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.